does not feel like Mass Effect at all, aside from, yes, it is set in space, and you do visit different space places. Games podcast. This is level 197. Geekscape Games San Andreas Remastered Edition. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Coming fully remastered in high definition. I'm your upgraded host, Shane O'Hare, greeted with two of my favorite favoritist lovelies, Digital Derek Cranavelt and Joshua Jackson. What's up? Also, that wasn't even the title of the episode. Yeah, I I made an executive decision. (laughs) You still won't tell me. You're like, I don't want this $13 American. (laughs) (laughs) You're not telling me your PayPal address. (laughs) And there's another CD on the way to you. And like, is there? Yeah, I I told you that. Red Taylor's version has come out. And so I had to get a signed CD of that one as well. Are you sure it's actually her signature? Yeah, yeah, it is. It couldn't be like an auto pen? I believe. I don't think it's not a pin. I think people discussed and they're like different slightly. And um, you realize yeah, auto, pens, like, auto they, pens can add randomness to it, right? Oh, like man, computers. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the like international ones always sell out in about like 40 seconds and they drop at like 4 a.m. Pacific on a random day. But they so she makes more for the U.S. So, OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So. So no, so, <laughs> so I would like to send you money to ship it to me, but uh, you you can invest in a pyramid scheme that I fell for <laughs> <laughs> after the fact. I was like, damn it, this is a pyramid scheme. Fuck. All right, but so you yeah, you can sign up under me. Yeah, uh, I can triple your investment in six hundred days. Thirteen dollars back that way. <laughs> yeah, six hundred days, you get your money back. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, uh, any pyramid schemes you've been falling for lately? Um, not in a while. Not since the, my last timeshare. <laughs> you had a timeshare? Uh, no, but I got sucked into a timeshare seminar. Mm. Where they're free lunch, like, free lunch though, right? Yeah, it was like free lunch. And then they're like, oh, we just want to talk to you. And it's like a big group of people. And then they're like, you know, that's blah, blah, blah. And they don't tell you it's a timeshare at first. And then eventually throughout the talk, they're like, oh, well, we have this house and you know, the first person in the room that signs up will get it for like 75% off. And then. What right do you at, think like, you're there for when you like, if you don't know, it's a timeshare, you know, to be honest, I can't remember. How to avoid timeshares yeah. <laughs> conference. <laughs> I think, what was it? It was like some kind of a, oh, I remember now we were at a book fair and it was supposed <laughs> to be like a travel. It was something like, oh, like discount travel tickets and like, oh, well, well, t- we could talk to you about it on this date and time. And we knew it was bullshit, but we were like, oh, let's fuck it. We don't, we're not doing anything else. Let's right. just check it out next week. Well, and it was books, funny the way they. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, wh- we go to the book fair for travel. Like, we go to the book fair for the free food. I think we <laughs> walked away with everything but books. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it was just, it was funny how staged it was because, you know, they were like, oh, the first person that signs up, it's like 75% off. Yeah. And then within like 30 seconds, like they start ringing a bell. They're like, there it is. That table is the first one to buy it. Well, the next one is like 50% off the next one to do that. And then like, you know, they're trying to 
yeah. get your excitement up and be like, oh, well, I don't want to miss out on it. They already got the 75% and you could tell oh, that it was uh, uh, staged or whatever. It's fake es- exclusivity, uh, a timed response, and it's also uh, preying on humans' need to feel included in a group. It's great sales tactic. Great, hmm. great. I, I, I love scuzzy sales So when tactics. do you get the house? When is your turn? I have no idea. Probably a year and a half from now <laughs> well, during a you, season, no one wants to be there. Up? Did you sign up? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I got I got the food, and then as soon as they started jumping up and down on the tables celebrating their timeshare, we walked out. Like, oh, we, got our, <laughs> we got our meal. We got our show. No, let's go home. Josh, I just have I have a great group of people I want to introduce you to. We're all dedicated to expanding our horizons and increasing our passive income. Uh, would you be interested in making more money passively? Um, the only horizon I'm interested in expanding is my Forza Horizon. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of which, who's, who's played it? Who's played it? I haven't played it. Me, who's I put in it? like ten hours into it so far. Yeah, a couple I, hours for me. I saw I saw the wildest tweet. Uh, this is going to get a little a little spicy. Well, maybe not really. Uh, I mean, hmm. I, I saw the, the the spiciest tweet where. Because uh, in that like, game, like like ghost pepper, Burger King nuggets, spicy yeah, or like yeah, how spicy yeah. are we talking? Because um, was... I heard those weren't that spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit my pants. <laughs> there was a, um, so in that game, you can uh, you can choose uh, your preferred pronouns. Uh, yeah, he, her, or they. And I thought, like, well, that's that's interesting. And there's a lot of uh, new character models. But somebody tweeted that. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this part was like, I know they said, I'm literally shaking, crying and breaking down Forza five or Forza Horizons five. Mm, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Was linked to my Microsoft profile and used my dead name. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was they've, like, they've actually, they've changed that already. So I thought it was really cool because like, Wait, you, you, were, put... you thought it was cool that a transgender no, person that's was not breaking what, no, down? No, I thought it was <laughs> when I played the intro to the game, I thought it was really neat in that you don't put your name in or anything. You don't yeah. do anything. You just like choose your like hair color and your prosthetics if you want prosthetics. And and uh, that's the, that. those are your choices basically at the beginning because you got to unlock the clothes, <clears throat> but you can you know pop an arm off at the beginning if you want. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was weird but, too. Like you could, you can give yourself, you can give yourself like all prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, and then which is pretty neat. No, well, like I, I, if I, you know, I, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> well, no, I just remember <laughs> thinking, gonna... I don't know, maybe I'm imagining this, but I could swear <laughs> to God, at least on day one, that there was like a crash test dummy, crash crash test <laughs> dummy costume, oh, really? like near the prosthetics. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's that's kind of weird, and like, that's kind of insensitive." It's like if your whole body's a prosthetic, you just make yourself a crash test dummy. I was like, "Wait a second. But, but um, yeah, I was like, I was like, those yeah, two I, options are a little too close together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I guess it, I guess it uh, is able to pull your name from your Microsoft account. So without me doing anything, it was like, "Hey, Derek," and I thought that was really neat. Um, but I could see why that would be upsetting. Um, in, in See, that I scenario, thought, did, in wait, you said they four, fixed it. Yeah, so they've they've like within a couple of days they changed it. So the first time you play, um, before it ever calls you anything, it basically is like, what do you want to be called? And you can go through all of the nicknames, and you can go through all of the the like other names, um, hmm. and just choose what you want to be essentially. So before it ever calls you anything, so it's not as like like I thought it was really neat that it just knew that I was Derek and it like 
like I didn't have to do anything for it to call me that and it knew my name and it said it out loud and that sort of thing. But um, so it's less like impressive in that way. But um, but yeah, now you can like choose like nicknames and stuff too, which I don't think you could yeah. I would have been able to do before. So see, it was weird because I assumed in Forza Four my name was just Jackson in the beginning. I changed it eventually, but they called me the same thing in this one. And I thought they were just reading my save file. And then when Megan started her game, she had, this was the first time she had ever played any of them, and it just called her Megan from the start. Oh yeah, so I was yeah. like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. But I, cha- <laughs> I changed my I changed my name to Sausage, and it's been Sausage since the fourth game. So all right, because I, I remember I got uh, uh, Dirt Rally Three. It was hmm. the one with T- Tanner Faust in it. I, I got this, you know, ten years ago, and. They had the ability to pick your name, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then when I played Forza Horizon Four, and it just said my name, I was like, "Yo, that's amazing!" Oh, that's- did it do it in Forza Horizon Four too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, "That's that's amazing!" Like that that blew me away. It's interesting and- that it wasn't an issue. Like like I don't remember anyone saying anything about it then. Um, so that brings up a question: that is it an issue? Like why would like? Uh, obviously like there's been uh, that one that one famous tweet right uh is it do you change your art because one person got upset that's a very interesting question i mean i i would guess that more than one person probably got upset if they were or it was something that didn't even cross their mind and then seeing you know even that single tweet was enough to be like yeah. oh shit like if people even- are getting upset by this it's something that doesn't really matter at all in terms of a feature so why not change it at that point right yeah and okay. like I, I personally don't have a problem with it. I thought it was cool. But even aside from that particular issue, I could see why a lot of people might find it weird that it's like reading their profile. And it's uh, like, you know, I feel like I feel like giving the option. I, I feel like I know, it, which, it's I a weird like thing that's to say, though, because it's like an always online game. <laughs> yeah. What? You like Castlevania, don't you? <laughs> uh, you, you play like Super play Mario S- Sunshine. Yeah, that's see, that's there you go, because I experience that on the gamecube oh you played twin snakes first yeah oh yeah yeah i played the superior version um but you played uh, the, is that what you said you played the superior version the superior. i don't know that revolver onslaught fight was kind of ruined because you could just go in first person and just shoot him a bunch it was you still to tough ha- it was still tough you had to have like precise timing and that like you couldn't see him in the ps1 version you i know, just remember that def- game being weird because it felt it was you know it was built like Res- um resident evil like um, Metal Gear Solid 2, but the maps I don't really feel were built for mm. Metal Gear Solid 2 mechanics, so there was just like it didn't gel the same yeah. for me. I thought it was superior because then I played because I remember I had a, I had pirated Metal Gear Solid on the PC mm-hmm. years years prior, and I couldn't get the story game to work with the crack, but I could only get the VR missions to work. Yeah, so my exposure. To, to Metal Gear, besides the uh, the Pizza Hut demo disc that I played at my uncle's house, was a like bugged out VR missions <laughs> yeah. file that I got off of Kazaa. So I maybe I should go back and play the um, the original. I won't, but maybe I should. It's um just getting back to Forza Horizon Five because I didn't remember <laughs> how we got off topic, but it's freaking wild how many people are playing this game. Like within like three or four days of release they were tweeting that there was over eight million players and that the peak concurrent players were more than three times forza horizon four like 
Forza, it's not Forza Horizon 4 was like a couple years ago, and you're peaking at three times the players at this point. Servers have been fucked since the game came out. I was trying to play with a friend, and it was like every race we were, you know, you can have like a convoy so you're in the same map, and then you you do all the same events together and all that sort of thing. Um, and it just basically felt like we would struggle to get into a convoy in the first place, and then is after, a con- convoy just like the party? it's just a party, yeah, the it's party, just a party, okay. and it like makes sure that when you're in like the free roam world, you're in the same map and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it was like after every event, it would just disband and then we'd have to like struggle for like half an hour to try to get back into it again. Basically. It sounds like you were playing a uh, uh, final fantasy crystal chronicles <laughs> remaster on the oh, switch. <laughs> so Josh, um, what, what you, you're, you pumped in, I have it downloaded and installed. I'm excited to play. Oh, it. I think you'll love it. It's yeah. fucking um, unbelievable because, uh, the, the, uh, Shanahan versus Azrock international lawsuit is still pending. But uh, in the meantime, I've got it. Can we place bets? Because I'd like to bet on Azra. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, Josh, 10 hours. How's it feel? It's pretty great. Um, I feel like it's combining kind of the best of part three and four. Because part four was almost essentially it was just like a, a games as a service, like live service thing. Mm. More so than the other ones before it. And this one still is to an extent, but this one has way more of a structure and way more content that you can go through by yourself, I feel. Because if anyone's played three, like the plot of three was that you were essentially building the festival as you went. Okay. And so that's pretty much how this game is, where you start off with like one section of the map. And then the more missions you do, the more points you collect, you're able to expand the festival for different... um, with different events and you can kind of pick whichever events you want as you go. So if like a certain type of events, your favorite, you can prioritize expanding that one. And the way that they did it was kind of interesting too, because every section of the map is tied to a different type of event. So in the beginning I was kind of confused because even in three, like certain race types were locked behind the progression, but say like all the speed traps and all the danger zones and all of those side activities, all of those were open from the start. But in this one, the side activities are tied to their own section of the festival too. So at the very beginning, the map was like really empty and bare, but then the more you expand it, obviously then everything starts opening up. And I think it's cool the way that they're setting it up with that sense of progression. It really rewards you from, for um, experiencing everything that you can do. But at the same time, it still has that, uh, consistent uh, games as a service quality of four where it's like there's daily and weekly missions and like rare cars that you could unlock by doing yeah. certain activities uh, timed events um, instead of the full-on seasons changing like they did in four now it's just like different weather types are prioritized like one week oh, it'll is be that, rain I, I was wondering that because in the like intro race for four you like had you playing a little section through each season and in this one it just kind of took you through each biome but then when i was going through the menus it still said like autumn or whatever the current season is so i was like oh i wonder if it still has you know like the full-on winter but i guess like mm-hmm. if you're in mexico it wouldn't be snowy anyway but right yeah yeah but I think it's like it, 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 sno- it snowed in Mexico at the end of day after tomorrow. So it could happen. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the expansion, which is what I'm I'm wondering day at this after, point, what the expansions will be the day after the day after tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like fucking British Columbia looks like that movie right now. Like, yeah, but Art Bell but yeah, running around from from Frost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really good so far. It's weird, though, because 
as a whole, I think it's probably the best one so far, but it's also the buggiest one so far. Like mm. even aside from the things you were talking about, I can't think of ever really coming across bugs in any of the Forza games yeah. that I've played, but this one, sometimes I'll be driving at full speed and then my car will just come to a complete stop, oh, even though there's yeah. nothing in front of me. Um, yeah, I've had that some too. of the, like some of the, um, uh, environmental damage physics are weird. Like I'll crash into like a cactus and the pieces of the cactus will like float around my car for like five seconds and then just blast <laughs> in outer space. Okay. Um, just like a lot of small stuff like that. But then even though I haven't experienced them myself, I've been reading online about <laughs> some ma- more major glitches. Like some people's games aren't saving unless mm. they buy a car. Oh, I so they'll do a bunch that, of yeah. races and then turn it off. And then when they come back onto it, they'll, like they'll lose all their progress working there as was, intended. Mm, there was an exploit that they already patched out, but there was a really cheap car that if you leveled up, you got a free super wheel spin, which like gives you three random items for free. Yeah. So, so you people get were tons of credits. Yeah. They were just buying that car over and over and over again and unlocking that spin. And then people already had like trying to get a hundred million dollars and, and like yeah. hundreds of cars in, within the first couple days. So they patched that out yesterday, but, yeah, it's weird because overall, it's a really solid package, but it's also kind of the most, it's like the least polished one so far on top, like aside from that. So, but I overall, like I'm really liking it. I I just love how like accessible it is as well in terms of like, I don't really like, I don't play a lot of racing games. Like the last one I really, the last game racing games I really got into aside from like Mario Kart 8 was like, which is, you know, not in the same category whatsoever. Hmm. But, um, you know, it was like, uh what's it called like need for speed underground 2 or like auto modelista for ps2 um like those were the last racing games that like really got into auto modelista do you remember that yeah Yeah. haven't heard that name in a long time (laughs) it was like cell shaded and just so cool and it had terrible physics yeah if only there was there was a need for speed game that you got to review with one of your best friends yeah so so i is that out is that out yet no i forgot to release one on november 1st so now i'm pushing it to december but um wait it was mine (laughs) you delayed you forgot mine (laughs) no i just forgot in general i didn't forget yours was it my episode yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it, you know, it, it'll make a really nice Christmas episode. No, dude, we recorded that in June. <laughs> yeah, and I had a good buffer at that point, and now I, you're the last one I have. So. <laughs> Holy um, shit! I'm man. I just get I'm the punching bag of fucking. No, that was tape. no, and, and so you know, like Need for Speed Underground Two. I was super invested in this Need for Speed game that we played. Um, you'll have to listen to find out, but it didn't feel about it. Didn't feel the same about it as I felt about Nietzsche. <laughs> but it's just so much fun. And like, even I don't really care about cars and I don't really care about like racing or anything like that. It is just like a beautiful game to like drive around. And, and even like I made like Michaela sit down and play the intro race and she ended up playing for like two hours. And she's just like, this is so pretty. Like this, it's unbelievable. This game looks this good. And, um, is it just me or is like the intro of every Forza game, like the best part? <laughs> yeah yeah it's awesome and it sucks because they don't give you the option to play it again like it's yeah. a one and done you gotta like start the game over to, to dude replay i it. i i almost cried <laughs> like when i played the forza horizon 4 yeah intro for somebody who says they're not into cars how the hell did you end up with a right hand drive m3 uh it was a 535 but um i don't know i just thought it was cool <laughs> okay yeah 
<laughs> I don't know. Who doesn't want a right hand? You know, I was in my late teens, early twenties, and and you know, you it was in really... five, right hand five thirty five in your late teens. Um, it might have been early twenties. I might have been like twenty. Still, yeah. how the yeah. fuck did you manage that? It was not very expensive. Really? I think it was cheaper because it was right hand drive. Because wow, not all, many people buy those. All vehicles. the right hand drives in Alaska are just marked up like crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, like super crazy. Oh, and it was like in great shape, and it only had like eighty thousand k on it, and it was like a ninety two or something, and um, had like M series wheels. It was very nice. So yeah, you're you're into cars. So shut up. <laughs> I drive a Kia Soul now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know. Josh, are you into cars? Do you have a car? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I haven't had a car for a couple of years now. And no, I'm not into cars at all, but Forza kind of got me into them a little bit. Mm, okay. Like, I mean, not not seriously, but like, I'll joke with Megan. Oh, I've been playing so much Forza. I'm going to go buy a McLaren now. <laughs> I'm like, you and there's say- actually a, there's a car wash up the street that always has the same McLaren parked there. Really? And I'm like, oh, that's probably the owner's. But yeah, every time I, I walk by it, I'm like, fuck, I want to play Forza. But <laughs> I mean, it's like what you were saying about the game, Derek. That was less so like with five, I'm pretty uh, like dedicated to it. But with four, that was always a game that I could just like pick up whenever I just felt like relaxing for 30 minutes and just killing time and driving yeah, around. And I think right. that's one of the best qualities of it is just how much you're able to just sit back and relax and just yeah. enjoy it for <laughs> as long or as little as you want. You you mentioned that you might be uh, becoming a car guy. I'm using that as a segue to talk about one of the games I played where I think I might be a truck guy. Mm. Uh, I had downloaded on Game Pass a game called SnowRunner months ago, and I had finished playing another game that I played uh, in this time frame, Industria. I finished Industria, but I uh, I was like, man, I'll play SnowRunner. This seems like a... a, a, a a game that I'm into. And if you don't know what SnowRunner is, it is a uh, simulation type uh, driving game, but it's, it's centered around trucks and off-roading and like hauling stuff. And it is think like Microsoft flight simulator, but with trucks. And it is the moment I started and I had to like actually start the engine and like, change into like all wheel drive on this truck and they they were doing the tutorial telling you how like the mud can distort and like mess up your traction if you keep going over the same path mm. over and over again um i was like damn like i'm into this it is and my, <laughs> my, I, my girlfriend's like she was she was watching me play and she's she said uh yo why are you playing red truck redemption because it's like <laughs> it's an open world it's very country music uh you have to go fix the old town bridge uh, and do all these, um, there's no, there, there's not really a story per se. You just have a bunch of missions on a map right. I and mean, there's three maps and it is disgustingly intoxicating. <laughs> um, you start out with, uh, two trucks, uh, one's like a, like a pickup truck, like a, like an old Chevy. And then you can get a highway truck, which has a, a big bed in it. And you can put like supplies and cargo in it. You can hook up to trailers. You have to worry about how, tall the suspension is on your on your vehicle um how, how much how much weight the cargo is because you, if you're carrying like heavy concrete you can get stuck yeah. in mud earlier okay uh trailers can get stuck and i was i was playing it like a video game 
and I needed to play like I had to tur- shift to playing it like a simulator. Yeah. Um, because I was like brute forcing my way through like some of the these um, mud puddles and um, like like rivers that had washed out a road, and I had a mission where I had to carry a fuel trailer uh, to uh, to a spot in town, and there was a I didn't want to go through the mud because it would uh, I was going to get stuck, so I thought oh I'll just take the road, but there was a power line that was down over the road. And that was a mission is like fix the power line go bring concrete and metal beams here and we'll f- clear the road. And I thought, man, I can just brute for- force this. Like all, I tried to drive under it, but there was an invisible wall. And then I thought, all right, well, I can. What is this, Uncharted? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Dude, <laughs> dude like terrible. It's got a better story than Uncharted. There is mm. no story. And uh, there was a grove of trees and I'm like, I could, I could fit through here. I spent like 45 minutes trying to brute force my way <laughs> through this grove of trees with a, a, a fuel trailer and my uh, semi truck. And I disconnected from the trailer and the trailer slid down a hill a little bit and got stuck between three trees. And I was like, oh, I can I can get it out. And so I hooked up my winch to the trailer, went and got another truck, drove it over there and made like uh, a truck train out of winches to try to pull it out of this grove of trees. And I soft locked my game. I got this trailer so stuck. I couldn't get it out. I didn't have enough money to buy a crane that you could, you could put like, um, you can, you can modify everything. You can change your, your, uh, your engine, your, uh, gearbox, your suspension, you can mm. get different tires. Uh, you can get, um, different, uh, bed options so you can have like a flat bed or you can have like a like a tow truck bed you, know, you can get a crane and i spent all day last sunday like non-stop i just sat there and was playing this game and it is so much fun it's got a an assassin's creed gimmick to it where you have to go find these watchtowers to clear the map <laughs> and you can just get a drive up them uh you have to drive like up through the woods and and mm. like click on them uh, you'll come across a, like a bog and there's a truck that's that's been like washed away and you have yeah. to pull it out. Uh, there's uh, there's Does a couple of swan dive into piles of hay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like, <laughs> into a pile of oil filters, K&N filters. And there's there's different um, different types of missions where but most of them entail we need you to bring X amount of X to us. And you could either, and it's all about trying to manage right. and minimize how many trips you take. So, um, but then you're so rolling just the dice. A, it's like, death stranding with trucks then? Is that what's going on? Yes. Okay. Yes. It is very, next and I, you've type put, game. Ten, you yeah. put five times as much time into it as you did death stranding. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I was playing and I'm like, man, this is like Death Stranding. Dirk's going to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but how much You're but right. how much uh, monster energy is in this? There's no monster energy, yeah. unfortunately. There isn't um, any in the to... in the definitive edition of Death Stranding either, though. So Yeah, yeah. The uh, the bait and switch upgrade edition, yeah. as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you mean I got to download this edition? Okay. All right, man. <laughs> when, when you go from Windows 7 to Windows 10... Yeah. You don't download all of Windows 10. You just upgrade. When you go from Windows 10 to Windows 11, you upgrade. You don't download the whole ISO. XP to, to Windows Fiesta. All right? So I was programmed to, to believe an upgrade was an upgrade, not, <laughs> okay. a, not a fucking right. bait and switch. 
Anyway, so well, now Death, you know for for future games. Yeah, Death Stranding with trucks. It's it's uh it's very pretty. Uh, you don't need to uh, run it at a high frame rate. Um, the steering is it's really a cinematic twenty. Uh, it's I think it's locked at sixty. Hmm. Um, uh, steering is really realistic. The, the steering doesn't auto center, so it's like actually steering a like oh, a yeah. real steering wheel. Um, it's uh, there's there's so so much to it, and um, oh, uh, what I was gonna say earlier. Uh, say you need to bring the one of the first missions is bring a load of metal beams which take up two cargo spaces and then you have to bring us two stacks of lumber to fix the old town bridge where you have a truck that's bed is that like the old town road yeah yeah you take the old town road to the old town bridge and then you um uh call me baby and you piss (laughs) off a bunch of conservatives Mm -hmm. and uh satanism is uh, a scourge in society uh, that was a lot of deep, deep cut references that I don't think <laughs> Derek would have got. Josh, did you? No, get I didn't. There weren't even deep cut references. Jesus. No, they're pretty on the surface. Yeah. How Is do you that feel what that song was about? Well, there, no, that's this Lil Nas released a series of songs. Oh, okay. Okay. So. All right. I don't. Yeah. This is Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Taylor Swift needs to put out a pair of Nikes with her blood in it. Yeah, 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 dude. The fucking the real red album. The re- <laughs> <laughs> yo. Um, so the first mission is carry. You know, so you have so you carry this these metal beams. Carry this lumber. Um, the metal beams take up two units. Your truck bed has two units, but you can find a trailer that is already preloaded with um, wood hook it up to your truck and you can carry both items to once mm. literally save two trips. So the whole game is trying to figure out one, find a trailer that already has something on it or uh, take an empty trailer to a spot that has the material that you need. And you have to, you know, pick like, all right, this trailer can carry seven things, but it's super heavy and it requires a specific type of truck. I'm never going to get it through the mud. It's, it's, so much fun it's <laughs> it's it's so much fun and if there were uh sp- like black spectral beans that came out of nowhere it would it would be exactly <laughs> like death Stranding. <laughs> but i uh, it's on game pass check it out uh check it out it's fun we can play co-op i think it might actually be leaving game pass what oh, <laughs> yeah what uh, i'm gonna pull up my my game pass app and double check that I need I need confirmation right now. God, I have a I have a story to tell about a game leaving Game Pass. I swear to God. Um, maybe I was wrong. I might be wrong. You better be wrong. I do not see it on this list. I'm currently looking at. I'm gonna. Maybe I'm it gonna... already left Game Pass, and you need to disconnect your internet and just <laughs> play it offline for the next two weeks. Is it on there? I need I need confirmation. I no, I don't see it on the list. Yeah, me neither. I think you're okay. fine. Okay, I see good. Hello Neighbor. Fuck, I need to play that. that game is sucks. that any good? No. Hello Neighbor is the worst. <laughs> it's fucking. Oh, trash. now I really got to play it. <laughs> so, I, I for for the listeners at home, I'm sitting here staring at 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 two my two co-hosts pull out their phones to frantically check the list. I for even me. have I have a Hello Neighbor, <laughs> and uh, wow. giving awesome. them away on the last on the Sunday of PAX because they had so many left. Yeah, um, the game the game sucks. It's so bad. It's so bad. 
It sucks. <laughs> Derek, what sucky games have you been playing? <laughs> oh, no sucky games. I've just playing, been playing uh, great stuff lately. I've been playing... Uh, I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy for PS5. Um, I'm upset that I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy for PS5 because it came out less than a month ago, and today it went on sale for for half the price. So, Can't you price um, check? Can't you price check? On an open piece of software? Yeah, yeah, go well, go I mean, in it, go in and be like, hey, this this yeah, Josh knows he he's you the can wheeler and dealer. Yeah, man, I don't know Canada's, how it is. It depends Canada on the store, guys. but I mean, you can Canada. usually price match if it's within a certain amount of time. Mm. Or what if store, they don't price you match, it? you could do what I do did and, and I just it buy it again. Stop. Yeah, what you do is you buy it again at the new price and then take that unopened copy back with the original oh, receipt. Oh, I think I threw the receipt out. Pretty sure. Oh, well. because it's only been out for a month. There's no way it's going to be half the price, right? I can just throw this well, away. I've noticed Square Enix games, and I think it was Activision games. Ubisoft. Oh no, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. It's Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft and Square Enix games go on sale super fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was like expecting like, oh, it'll be twenty five percent off or something, and that I can. That's fine. Anyway, like I've put probably like five or six hours into it so far, and it's really fun. It's like. I don't know. The presentation is really good. The voice acting is really good. The story is interesting to me so far. Rough, rough performance mode, though. The performance mode is like 1080p to to be able to play at 60 frames. So I've been playing this one in like the graphics mode, which is 30 frames per second, but really, really nice looking. Um, Hmm. Definitely makes the combat feel a bit clunkier, though. Uh, Yeah, there's not like the only like complaint I would say I have so far in the uh, <laughs> just watching clouds of smoke around Shane. It's like, he's like blowing out smoke. Like he's fucking <laughs> Bill Goldberg or something. Um, uh, we're, uh, the only like main complaint I have is that the combat feels really repetitive after a while. And so it's like, I'm playing through it because I'm interested in the story and the characters, but I, I, I'm not having a blast with the combat anymore. And that's only like about the six hour mark or so. Like it's like you, you know, how long the game should be. (laughs) Well, it's (laughs) like this. I think it's supposed to be about 15 hours, which feels like about the best, about the, about a good length for like a single player adventure game. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. It's just like, and and I've been playing it in smaller chunks, I think because I'll like do a few big battles and I'll be like, okay, I don't really want to like fight anything else type thing. So when the next fight approaches, I'll just like turn it off. Um, (laughs) I, I feel like I'm, I'm, it sounds like I don't like it as much as I'm actually enjoying it. Like it's, it's a great game. I picked it up largely, but I didn't care about it. And then reviews started coming out and reviews were really good. And then a lot of people are like, oh, it's like an Uncharted mixed with like a Mass Effect or, or something like that. It does not feel like Ma- Mass Effect at all, aside from, yes, it is set in space and you do visit different space places, <laughs> uh, you know, like that's and, and sometimes you like have conversations with your crew like that's um, it doesn't feel like Mass Effect, though, at all yeah. uh, to me. But um, yeah, it's it's a blast. I'm really I'm having fun with it and I will finish it. I think I think I will continue and finish it. Um, aside so from that, better, we, better or oh, worse sorry. than Avengers. <sighs> I, it's, that's a tough one. I like, so Avengers, I really like the combat in Avengers and I really like the aspect that you can, you, you play different people, you play different characters here. You're always Peter Quill. Like if it was, 
if it switched around a bit and and had you playing as the different characters like that that i think would improve it a lot the only like real thing you can do is like like there's you can like if you like hold the l1 button you can like make one of the other guardians do like a special specific attack on someone and they all have like different kind of specialties and so one might be like damage and the other one might be like like there's another meter where if you fill it enough you like stagger them so if it's a dude with like a shield then you can like stagger them and then you can shoot them and like that sort of thing so i i am enjoying just kind of wandering around this world a bit more than avengers i would say but the i i thought avengers avengers i had more fun like actually playing it um mm. i would say yeah yeah and we've said it before but like avengers has a ton of problems but the combat's yeah. not one of them i thought yeah, the combat's definitely. excellent yeah, and and like Avengers, I, I need to get back to Avengers. But all I'm in for, all I'm interested in in Avengers is the single player content anyway. So like most of the problems and complaints are things that I don't really ne- they're never going to hit me anyway. So right. Um. Yeah. Aside from Guardians, I have been playing a little bit of the Halo Infinite multiplayer, which surprise dropped on Monday, which was pretty insane. Um. You know, they're calling it a beta right now, and they're already making some changes based on some some feedback that they've gotten. Um, but yeah, they're basically like betas out right now, free for everyone. It'll run you through the first season, I guess, and then uh, you know, it'll carry. Wait, like, wait, the first season? Yeah, so it's the, like the, the, no, no, no. I'm saying the first season is a beta. Um, I well, at least right now, yeah. That's yeah. wild. Wild <laughs> that some that they would consider and maybe maybe at maybe you know on December eighth when the campaign comes out, maybe they'll maybe they'll turn that beta aspect off but it's also it's beta in the sense they're calling it a beta and that they're changing a lot of things like based on feedback because it's in so many people's hands now but your progress any progress you have now carries over to the full game and it's not going to be as far as i know it won't be shut off before the actual release happens so it's um i don't know i feel like beta moniker is just like cover their butts when it's like buggy um at this point but um it's a lot of, i i've never really played much <laughs> and if that if that's true geekscape has been in beta mode for the last 15 <laughs> years um i i've never really played much halo um i've like played through just the first halo on master chief collection and i've not played through any of the other campaigns um, not for lack of trying. I wanted to play through them with Michaela, and she never wants to play. So, um, and if, if only you had a dedicated group of friends that love. I wanted to play them with games. Michaela, but she's not interested. So I will be Michaela. All right, <laughs> I'll play. I'll play Halo. I've been wanting to jump on that, but I need to make space on my hard drive that only can hold like five fucking games. It's always tough. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I played through uh, Reach mm. with my my buddy Geekscape alum Lee, and. Um, uh it was it, it was it was dope but we got into yeah. we got into Halo 1 and didn't like we got we got past the silent cartographer and we stopped playing yeah. and his game pass trial expired and he's like ah, fuck microsoft <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's been i don't know i downloaded it 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 recommends like kind of a four player team versus like bots mode first to kind of get used to things uh, and so I played a few rounds of that and I'm like, man, I'm really good at this. Like I'm top of the <laughs> top of the chart. And I'm like, I only died like once and I killed so many dudes and like, I don't even need to pick up other weapons. The assault rifle is great. And then I started playing against actual people and it's fucking so hard. <laughs> like I am terrible at this game and I cannot figure out how to get better so far. And so a couple things I hate. Um, everyone hates the progression. You only get experience. So you only like build your battle pass, 
when you complete challenges. Um, and they're apparently looking at that and apparently changing that uh, because you just like, even if you do, if I get zero kills and die 20 times in the match, like I get the same amount of experience for that as I get would get if I was like, you know, 20 kills and zero deaths type thing. Like it doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, um, that's bogus. They're, they're apparently, they're already looking at changing that. So um, I also hate right now, it's just kind of a quick playlist. And so it's really, you know, I don't know how Halo works and I've never played, you know, I, I think most of them are new maps. Although one of the maps I know I was playing with a friend and he was like, oh, this is from Halo 3 or something like that. Um, Valhalla with like the two towers and like launch pads. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, that that map was seemed pretty sick. But anyways, I don't know any of these maps or anything like that. And there's, you know, the most useful thing would be to just play like Deathmatch or play Team Slayer, um, as they call it. But there's no you can just play the quick playlist. You can't turn off certain modes or maps or anything like that. So I've played probably like 15 games, never played Slayer, like <laughs> not once because you have no control over it. There's no like, oh, vote for what you want to play next. Um, it just throws you into something. And so, you know, playing, trying to play capture the flag on like a map you've never played before versus people who feel like they clearly have um, is a rough time. Uh so I'm still doing it. I'm still playing it. The The game feels super tight and um, it looks gorgeous and it sounds great um, on the Series X, which is what I'm playing it on. Uh, controls are like controls feel great. Um, I don't know. It's it seems really cool and I'm really into it. I, you know, I got home from like having dinner last night, sat down and like played a couple rounds like like I've you know, I, I don't usually like pick up multiplayer games at all unless I'm playing with um, like someone I know specifically. So. Um, I just played a couple rounds by myself, which is pretty rare for multiplayer stuff for me. So must be doing something right because I'm fucking trash at it and I keep going back. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need? It sounds like you need the power of friendship. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What uh, what pony? What pony would Derek be? The Hatsune Miku pony. <laughs> the, uh... Rock, I need to pre-order that. Did you get it? No. Wait, what? What are they? Make... <laughs> wait, hold on. Uh, new tab. I need deets. So there's a Kotobukiya. I thought you sent. I thought you showed it to me. The Kotobukiya Hatsune Miku My Little Pony figure. I didn't show you this. I need this. Yeah, I think Big Bad Toy Store has it on pre-order still. GameStop has it. Yeah, that's another thing. GameStop's been carrying fi- a lot of like expensive figures lately. But I, re- I, uh, um, uh, they, they, uh, they released, um. Uh, they released uh, Princess Luna and Princess Celestia Kotobukiya uh, figs that I keep forgetting to buy. I want them so much. So cool. Yeah, I, I can't look at those. <laughs> like, I literally, I, I keep buying them and I don't have any more space. I have, you can't really see it, but I have like the Cowboy Bebop swordfish I just bought. It's like right behind my head. Um, Yo, Koto got... put out a swordfish? No, it wasn't Koto, it was Bandai. Oh, really? Mm, yeah is it available i need that i need that i need that <laughs> yeah i'm sure it is it's a it's a newish maybe release, you could trade uh, your halo sword for it <laughs> dude i gave that uh i gave that to, to a friend years ago years ago uh swordfish two yeah hundred dollars okay eight by six by five does that sound like it sounds like it yeah it has a little podium too yeah okay Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, in case anyone uh, doesn't know, uh, Koto Bukia makes these uh, figures of popular, t- typically popular um, 
anime properties where they did a uh, um, a series of My Little Pony be shoju statues where it's the the character. Oh my god, there's a rarity special edition. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Limited edition. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I need that. I need why is Are you looking at something or is are you reacting to the thing Josh is holding up? Oh no, I'm looking uh no, that's he a, held it up and you were like, oh my God, at the same time. And so I thought it was about what he was holding. No, that's oh, no. Uh, that's um, a Kagome, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Dude, no, um, so, funny sorry, story. I, like I, I got these years after they released for cheap from a, a Russian guy who was selling his <laughs> warehouse, like his uh, storage unit. It was completely random. It was like one of the most proudest moments of my life <laughs> it was yeah. like it was some like it was like some forum post from two years prior and he was like i'm selling all these figures and i saw the kagome in there and i was like dude i know there's a long shot but you posted this thing two years ago do you no still have way. it and he's like yeah i'll send it to you i'm <laughs> like all right fuck yeah i got inuyasha and kagome but inuyasha is too big to grab you could probably <laughs> see it right there <laughs> man he is <laughs> but anyway uh yeah so there's there's these there's these they're figures they're figures uh but they uh i have the rarity one um but they 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 started releasing the special edition uh of the characters of the the pony girls and the regular ones are you know human they have like you know human colored skin but the special editions they have their skin color from uh, the Equestria Girls show, mm. you've got sparkly hair, and I fucking need it. I need it right now. Hold on. I fucking. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I love Rarity. Rarity is is best girl. She is. See, she is. Rarity best is my girl. favorite character too, but I didn't really like her figure that much. I really wanted the Twilight Sparkle though. The Twilight Sparkle special edition is pretty cool. I, I have the Pinkie Pie special edition. Um, uh, this is getting this. This is this episode is. Uh, falling apart <laughs> just like that time that josh uh pre-ordered the switch <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he fucking fell apart live like he's like oh oh pre-orders, pre-orders. what's my what's my fucking password <laughs> verify credit card god damn it best buy like that that, <clears throat> that is the best part is that just we fell apart and then all of a sudden out of nowhere josh is just yes i did it i did it motherfucker it's done it's done <laughs> got the switch dude that was awesome. That was like, that was like one of the coolest fucking things because I was so worried I wouldn't be able to get it. <laughs> yeah, but then it worked I, out. I remember I was uh, uh, totally off topic. Um, the I had pre-ordered. I, I went in to do pre-orders uh, um, for the Switch, and I was in like a super fucking dark place. Like I, I was. I think the Nintendo Switch helped save my life. I was depressed. Had no money. Everything sucked. Uh, you know, alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. You know, guys know the story, but I was in line at GameStop. I had, I had left, we'd left recording and I went to an all night diner with my friend. And then I went to the, the GameStop and, Oh no, never mind. I'm getting things mixed up. I'm getting things mixed up. No, yes, 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 yes. Uh, and I had, uh, I was sitting outside the GameStop. It was like 2 AM and I was waiting until 8 AM. I sat there for hours in this parking lot and then people started to show up and it was february it was winter or january it was freezing and i um 
I went in and I was going to, you know, pre-order the regular one, but then I heard the clerk say, Hey, we got a limited number of the neon, um, uh, joy cons. So, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm switching to that one. It was great. So I sold my Wii U for it and like a bunch of games. I, I, I scrimped, I scrimped and saved and I got my Nintendo switch and fired up uh, Zelda. And when I walked into the temple of time, I started weeping. <laughs> I started weeping. And now, and now every Wii U game worth playing is on the Switch for more money than it costs <laughs> when it was on the Wii U. So there you go. But yeah, yeah, but but yeah. Uh, what were we talking about, Derek? <laughs> uh, I had finished talking about Halo, Halo. Halo. multiplayer. Halo. Yeah, <laughs> about twenty minutes ago. <laughs> have you have you ever had a uh, a must have uh, sick fig, Derek? What's your what's your what's your most memorable um, sick fig experience? I don't really have. Do I? Ha- I was really excited for like the Fallout Four limited edition because I wanted the Pip Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I've got that. Um. That's. I don't really care oh, the about pi- the Pip. You know. The Pip Boy's on the shelf. Look at that. Yeah. Pip-Boy's yeah. On the Pip-Boy, shelf. Pip Boy's on the shelf. <laughs> what's that um, thing below it? What's that gray like tank looking thing? That is the dragon from the special edition of Skyrim. Like okay. The dragon statue, which I didn't buy. A friend like was getting rid of it, and I was like, "Yeah, that looks cool." What's that uh, uh, boat thing on the top shelf behind the red can? Boat thing. It's a gray thing looks like a boat with like black smokestacks. Oh, that is a Jurassic Park figure. That's uh, um, what's the doctor's name? The old guy, Hammond. Yeah, there was Comic Con a couple of years ago. There was an exclusive uh, uh, John Hammond figure. Um, so it's just the old man, and he's got the cane. Um, <laughs> he looks I like just a, thought it was. He looks like a boat from ten feet away. I guess. I guess so. It's like the the black things are like the. It's like the gate, and so and then the like you open it, and the figures inside. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But someone like oh, that was the year because it's like perforated cardboard, and so I was just gonna leave it sealed and never look at it. Um, but the, my, at the airport that year that it was like in luggage that I had checked and they went through my luggage at some point and someone fucking unperforated the gates. So when I got it and I opened up my, uh, luggage, like the doors just came open and it was supposed to be like perforated cardboard that like was, I wasn't going to rip. So that's pretty wow. yeah. fucking TSA. I had TSA steel. I found at one comic con an original, James Bond, Doctor No movie poster, yeah, from the sixties, and I, I was like, "Fuck, it's my favorite James Bond movie." Bought it. TSA stole out of my luggage, and Everything. and yeah. my new snow skate that I got from CCW. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, so fuck the TSA. How many ter- <laughs> how many ter- they, how many terrorists they, have you caught? The TSA made me throw away my old Bay hot sauce. Really? What? And I, I still haven't forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> Granted, the, it was only a couple months ago, but the 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 scariest time I ever had with the TSA was leaving. I was leaving a Comic Con, and we got stuck in San Francisco, and we had to spend the night. And this busted ass hotel that the airline gave us was um, it was super sketch. It was like down by some industrial park. It, it, you know, it, it looked it looked like a like the garage from SnowRunner. It was like that sketch. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, you're in the other building. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And we called down and I said, hey, um, we need a a wake up call. And this hotel's idea of a wake up call was coming to our door and 
lightly <laughs> knocking on the door and going, wake up, wake up, call. And then walking away. So we didn't, we didn't, we didn't wake up. <laughs> Are and they then, supposed to call you for a wake up call? Exactly. It's a wake up call. Isn't that what makes a- it a wake, wake up call? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And then all of a sudden I'm awoken by my buddy going, Shane, Shane, it's 9-11. It's 9-11. It's 9-11. The time. And I was waking up and said, nah, dude, that was like six years ago. Like, chill out. Like, it's fine. And we're speeding to the airport. Like, our flight is at 1030 and it's 9-11, right? And so we get there and I am I have a, a, a Cowboy Bebop figure in my carry-on and I get to TSA and I'm like running through like, huh, all right, okay, we'll do all this, all this stuff. And I'm waiting for my bag to come out or I'm walking away through the security check and I hear TSA, hey, you, wait, come back. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is like, okay, we're going to miss our flight for sure. And this girl, this girl comes up to me and she says, do you have a Sailor Moon figure in your bag? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, it's, it's another anime. And she's like, that's cool. Enjoy your flight. I was like, thanks. <laughs> so fuck the tsa that's very similar to uh i was taking a bus to seattle to go to emerald city comic-con one year Mm -hmm. um because michaela was working an extra day or something and she was going to drive down and meet me after but i like didn't want to miss the first day and so you you like on the at the once you get to the border you like everyone has to get off the bus and like go through i like see a border agent basically and uh, the line I get in, I get in the line and the dude kind of looks mean. And the dude in front of me, I think the dude in front of me was like, like, I don't know if it was his first time going over the border or there was like a language barrier or what. But like, I don't think he like there was some sort of miscommunication and the border agents like, like gets him like caught up saying something. And he's like, why are you lying to me? Like, why are you lying to me? Like getting super mad. Uh, and it was very uncomfortable. And, you know, that he seemed heated when that guy eventually was let through. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, he's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going down <laughs> and sounding angry? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just uh, I'm going to Emerald City Comic Con. And he just kind of was silent for a moment. And then he's like, you see that Wolverine trailer? <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked about that for a minute. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So all right, okay. Wolverine got you through the border. All right. Uh was it a Canadian border guard or was it an American it border guard? It was going guard? into the US, so I think so, that's when you would see American, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. so he but he knew Wolverine. Wolverine's yeah. Canadian. So yeah. okay, okay, good. Good connection. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. Uh what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, I think we're still talking about games we were playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the TSA uh, podcast now. Yeah, um, thrilling podcast. Did you know the TSA has never caught a terrorist or stopped anything, and they're most known for stealing stuff out of your bags and opening your John Hammond figure. Yeah, and st- no, le- legitimately, they steal a lot of stuff. Hmm. Um, so, uh, oh, I said earlier I played Industria. Uh, I teased it a few weeks ago that uh, it was I feel a- like the, like you've talked about this game for longer than the length of the game. <laughs> at this point because it's only like four hours yes so it's a half like because it is like half-life yes okay i and know that from six th- weeks ago there is uh there was a lot of performance issues and i was waiting for it to get patched out a lot yeah. got patched out got my new graphics card it was still it's still running a little rough um but it is it is a short game um you like i said before you're a character that is working at a science lab uh, in East Germany, 
you get a phone call. The wall's coming down. The Stasi are going to like dismantle the lab or, or destroy whatever you're working on so that the West doesn't get it. And you go through this portal to this other dimension, this other place. And it is, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. There is, there's, you're trying to piece together what had happened in this city. There, uh, there's these, these robots, this robot takeover, these machine takeovers, very steampunk looking machines. And there's a couple different enemy types. There's a, like a machine gunner, a sniper. There's a, ones that have like swords there's these little exploding like chicken walker dudes there's these dog monsters it's 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 very it's very like offset or unsettling uh steampunk kind of vibe uh you know how like in in half-life 2 everything everything feels like diesel punk or like like, yeah right uh, it's like that um there's only four weapons uh, you get a pistol, you get a shotgun, you get an SMG, and you get a sniper rifle. And there's, there's only those weapons. And um, the specific ammo type is is you know for each gun, so you can't you know whatever. And the the story is really good. The ending has me absolutely confused. I'm not really sure what happened. I, I feel like there's going to be a second one. Um, it for twenty bucks, totally worth it. Four hours. I hundred percented the the achievements. Um, there was there was a couple that I needed a guide for, but it was it was super yeah. easy to get, get to them. Uh, it gave me this weird nostalgic feeling, and not nostalgic for like like oh I remember the first time I played Half Life. It gave me this weird feeling of like I've been here before, or like the story. It, it it's really hard to describe. The only way I can explain it was it gave me the feeling. You ever watch a movie when you were like younger and then when it's done, you're like, yo, I miss that place. Like, like I, I would experience that when I started watching anime for the first time. I'm like, man, I want to go back to that world. Um, and that's what it made me feel like to the whole, whole game. Um, very, I don't want to spoil it. It's a very story driven game. There's these, uh, trippy parts where you're, um, you're in a library and there's like, dismembered voices and stuff happening just out of, out of your site. Um, I would say if you have a PC, pick it up. It's on steam, 20 bucks They're They're adding features. They're, uh, fixing, um, the, any performance issues. They have it. They're active on the discussion boards. Get it. They're like, they deserve your money. Absolutely stellar. I can't, the, the mechanics are, are fun. The puzzles are, are light very it's super linear and the whole setting's gorgeous check it out it's got a very trippy like bioshock infinite vibe uh, at certain times and uh i uh I, without without saying more and talking about the story and spoiling it say buy it check it it's yeah. getting it's getting a buy it's getting a buy uh i, I implore you pc users go get it so and then what else did I play? Hold on, I have a list. <laughs> what was the list? I played another game. What was it? Oh, uh, so I um my normal like Warzone squad, shouts out Rat Squad, uh, wasn't around and I wanted to I had this game on my computer called Stay Out. And it is a Russian game and it uh is basically a free to play MMO stalker mmo like stalker shadows of chernobyl 
and the game is very hard, very unforgiving, just like Stalker. It's very buggy, very Russian. Uh, there was uh, I was in the t- the tutorial, and there was a part where they tell you how like okay, here's how you can mod your guns, and I'd click on the gun and hit mod, and nothing would happen. And I was I was playing with my friend, and he was going through the tutorial, and he's like, I'm like, what do I do? I hit modify, and, the, and nothing happens. He's like, oh, the gun just pops up, and you can put the scope on it. And I couldn't see shit, so I skipped the tutorial. I was like, ah, I'll just skip it. Um, the you get dropped into the, like the starting area. You got a pistol. You find the first like uh, vendor quest guy, and you walk through a field. And I eventually meet up with my friend, buy some ammo and everything. And we're walking down a road to to do a quest. And one thing that I, I, I like about this this game is that you have you have a map system, and they will tell you, hey, you need to go check out this map grid. Your objective is over here. It was under a tree near this thing. <laughs> yeah. Or you go kill th- this X amount of like zombie dogs. They're not really zombie dogs. They're just wild dogs. Go kill X ab- amount of dogs in this area. Go find this location. It's in this map. There's no like quest markers or anything. You are expected to read the quest log or the, you know, the quest introduction, pull out your map and place a marker on it and take your own notes. So we were going down this road, and my friend goes, "Oh, hey, there's a dog." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't see anything." And he goes, "It's right there. It's right in the middle of the road." I was like, "Oh no, I don't see it." And then he starts shooting at shooting, and I hear barking, and there's like blood spatters coming out of nowhere. And that's when I realized. And I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put these pictures in the chat. So I want you guys to open Discord uh, because this needs to be seen. Um, there was, I realized at this time I could not see my weapon models and this is, this is how I, I was playing the game. Uh, I couldn't see certain items and I couldn't see my weapon model. So my, uh, experience with, all right, it's sending, it's uploading. So my experience with trying to shoot my pistol, you can see in a moment, um, but I, I fixed the problem, and I realized that, that dogs are considered weapons in this game. That's why they were in, in, invisible. But it's uh, it's based off it's 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 very st- heavily influenced by the stalker games, which were heavily influenced by the uh, roadside picnic novels from the seventies. So it's based off it's based, it's based off the the novels. You're going to this exclusion zone. Something happened. There's these right. Um, artifacts that you have to go collect and there's like temporal disturbances and uh it's super buggy (laughs) very very difficult and uh, i would suggest it it's free to play there are like pay to wins things that you can get um but it is uh it's fun it's fun and it's not uploading so uh proceed on to the next topic while i was it what was it called again stay out it's on steam and uh it was fun running into other players and being super stressed out uh, that they were going to um, like jump us yeah, and uh, tr- and trying to like type and read like the, the little bit of Russian that I know. It was great. Okay. The pictures uploaded. So pull yeah, up your, see them. Pull that's up, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. So that is uh, that last one is me first person uh, supposedly <laughs> aiming, aiming down the sites, but um, 
yeah, didn't really uh, didn't really see weapons for a while, but ch- check it out. I it's it's free. Uh, it's sketchy and it's slow, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I played. That's it. I played Tetris for a minute, but that's it. I'm done. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys say we get? any news or any like pertinent news everybody talk about the games they I'd played? like to hear Josh is there any if a couple games stood out that you've been playing or anything specific you want to talk about um, uh, yeah you gotta, I'll, you I'll speed run the couple that I played um, I know last time we were on the show I said that I almost beat Metroid Dread yes I heard that the very next day I did beat it on the way to a Doja Cat event so <laughs> that, that, those two will forever be linked in my mind now but <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but fuck, the ending was so fucking cool. Yeah, like it's. It was like the same. It was like a similar sequence to the every other Metroid game, but with a really cool twist to it. Yeah, and it it's pretty excellent, and it, it leaves was all a, lot a of dream. Intrigue. Oh god, I, <laughs> it's like it makes it makes you wonder where the series is gonna go going forward because the ending has quite a few major implications for like the future of this franchise. If you if anyone's hasn't finished it yet, it's really worth pushing through and getting that mm. through that last little bit because the ending was excellent. I thought um, I played Nickelodeon All Star Brawl because it's already on clearance everywhere. <laughs> really? Uh, didn't yeah. It come out like didn't it come out like weeks ago? Yeah, you were talking about Guardians. Like this game, I got it for like eighteen dollars. Jeez, <laughs> and it was like fifty at full price. But is it, it was like, bad? It was like all over TikTok for like 24 hours and then I never saw it again. Yeah, it, it, it sucks. It's Aww. it's just like it. You could tell the people who made it really are into Smash and wanted to make the best game that they could. But the problem was they had like 20 bucks. <laughs> and it's like there's no voice acting. So everyone's just mute. Wait, what? Yeah. So the game just feels completely lifeless. Um, Not even like the, grunts and shit? Mm-mm, nothing not even like audio rips from the shows or anything wow like, absolutely nothing. it's just it's just it, generic it, it, in music call, in like, call of duty when they got uh john mcclain they just pulled shit off the vhs for die hard they couldn't do that for spongebob yeah, they did the same thing with the ghostbusters um the ghostbusters expansion on the lego what, what was that game called the toys to life one lego dimensions oh it was just straight up rips from the movie and it's it sounded like way over or I mean, it, it sounded like way worse than everything else because it was like recorded from the 80s. Yeah. But yeah, that's what they did in that too. And yeah, this is just complete silence voice wise. And then music wise, it's just generic music. There's nothing from the shows or anything. And on top of all that, I I thought this game feels like it's already dead. Let me try to get the online trophies before no one's playing it anymore. And it's already dead. There's no one online. I was sitting in matchmaking for like an hour and nothing ever happened. So... Yeah, so that's it's a dead game. It's 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 fun. It's it's fun to pick up with a group of friends in your house and just make fun of how fucking dry and lifeless it is and then move on to something else. Um aside from that, I played a little bit of Shin Megami Tensei 5, which it which is Persona without the heart apparently. That's like the new too much water from the IGN review. But no, but it's really good so far. I haven't played too much, but it's a lot like Pokemon, if anyone's unfamiliar with it, except you bribe the demons to join you and negotiate with them instead of like <laughs> catching them. So it's and it's I haven't got too far, like I said, but the game has a tradition of being brutally difficult. So we'll mm. see 
if that holds up. I heard this one's supposed to be more accessible, so we'll see. Um, right before it left Game Pass, I played The Gardens Between, which was a short little puzzle game. Have either yeah. of you tried it at all? Yeah, one of the Xbox Game Negative. Pass episode was about it. I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. There was a couple puzzles, towards, especially towards the end, that really confused me, like the lightning <laughs> yeah. one, where you're supposed to make it sit there for a while. Yes, right. So I think I ran back and forth for like 30 minutes on that stage, <laughs> and I was getting super irritated. But overall, it was really cool. Um, like... I, it made me feel dumb whenever I would get stuck because it literally all you can do is walk forwards, backwards, or push A. Yeah. And that's it. And then I'll, I would be stuck for like 20 minutes on something or 15 <laughs> minutes. And I was like, fuck, it's like there's only three things you can do and I can't figure yeah, it out. I like, remember a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was excellent. But the main one I wanted to talk about is it's kind of like a, my white whale for a while was Final Fantasy VIII. I bought it when it first came out. For a while, I said it was my favorite Final Fantasy. And then I fucking came came to my senses um, <laughs> years later but like for years i was like i really need to finish final fantasy 8 for whatever reason i made it to the end of the game so many times but maybe my memory card would get erased or i would lose it or or i just moved on to other stuff whatever the case so for years i never beat it so since it was leaving game pass the remastered version i was like fuck it i'm gonna put it on three times speed and just like you know just finish the story finally and I was trying to play it just straight, like like if it was the first time I was playing it because I've never yeah. finished the story. So I kind of wanted to have that like pure experience, I guess. But at the very end, like the night that it was leaving Game Pass, I just had to turn on the cheats because I made it to the exact same spot that I made it when I first played it on <laughs> PS1. And like the, the final boss has like five phases. And oh, geez, like, I don't know if have either of you played eight at all? Um, not, not to any appreciable level. Just the first disc. Yeah. So like when I was a kid and I think this is the case with a lot of people with those PS one final fantasies, but I fucking love the game, but it was mostly because it just looked so good. Yeah. And just like in retrospect, I was like, it looks, it looked great for its time, but this game fucking sucks. Like from a gameplay (laughs) standpoint. And I was just like, thank God for the three times speed, because in this game you accumulate magic by stealing it from your um stealing it from enemies right and the way the the way the leveling up works in this game is so fucking bizarre it's like leveling up doesn't actually do anything because all the enemies level with you (laughs) and if anything it just makes them stronger because they i think at a certain point they start outpacing you so the more you Mm. level up the harder the the game gets gets. and the stronger the enemies get but the way that you're really supposed to make yourself stronger is you're supposed to steal magic from enemies and then you can equip individual magic spells to each of your stats. And so instead mm. of buying new weapons or buying armor like a traditional game, like the higher level spells you equip, you have to equip them to say like defense and your defense will right. up or attack or whatever. But the thing about it is that it's all, the amount that you gain is tied to how many of the spell you've stolen. And so the game encourages encourages you to kind of just sit there on the PS1 version, literally for hours, like with this one, thankfully you could speed up the time, but you're sitting there stealing magic from the enemies for like fucking 20, 30 minutes at a time <laughs> to like max out that spell. And, um, it's, it's now, just do, you such have, a, do, you, uh, do you have a, to get a certain spell, do you have to steal it from a specific enemy? Do they have like an element type. Like how, how do you get a specific spell? 
it depends because yeah, certain enemy types will always have certain spells, but then sometimes a lot of the best spells in the game are either from strong enemies, rare enemies, or like bosses that you only fight once. So you'll be kind of you'll kind of be in a position where you feel almost obligated to sit there and steal magic for thirty minutes. And the worst thing is like depending on certain stats, that'll determine how likely they are to steal it. So sometimes a character they'll try to steal it and it'll say it failed. So that draws out the process even longer. And so like one of the defenses of the game is like, if you don't like stealing the magic, you can refine magic from playing the card game and turning cards into magic. But I fucking hate the card game too. So if I... is that the, the triple triad? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was I, triple triad. I saw a video about it and it looks fucking trash. <laughs> yeah. I, I never liked it even back when it first came out. And it's like, to make yourself strong, you either you either need to steal magic for uh, like hours at a time, or play the card game. Which, if you was don't it, like the card there, game, wasn't there a part in the game where you had to play the card game to progress? Like you, you were forced into a triple triad tournament. I think that's nine, but that's nine, nine was a different card game, and it was different. a much better card game in nine okay, too. Okay, okay, okay. Which it sh- which shows because Final Fantasy fourteen has the nine card game and not the eight one. So I think oh, okay. that says a lot about it. But yeah, so at the end, I. I kept getting killed by the second phase of the boss. So I just said, fuck it. I'm tired of this shit. And I turned on all the cheats and I just blew through the rest of the game. And I finally beat it. Um, although with a asterisk next to it, but I don't care. I couldn't stand it anymore. I was just like, Hey, a victory is a victory at all costs, all means necessary. Yeah, it was, it was fucking terrible, but I'm glad I finally beat it. A victory, a, a victory is a victory uh, at any cost. Derek Crandeville, 2024. <laughs> So, uh, I think that was it. Um, was that it, Josh? Yeah, that was everything I played. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that was a great episode, boys, the digital boys. Uh, we, um, on the 28th. What about the Game what? Awards nominations? Did you guys look at that? Fuck the Game yeah. Awards. Who cares? I, I, I noticed that their RPG awards are always so shit every year, like without fail. Like this year, they nominated fucking Cyberpunk for one. <laughs> wow! I just just scrolled down that far. As yeah, RPG. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven as for RPG, best of the year. RPG, and they nominated. You know, I've gone on the show and raved about Monster Hunter stories. Yeah, and they nominated Monster Hunter Rise, <laughs> and I don't even really consider Monster Hunter Rise an RPG to begin with. So that was weird. And yeah, uh, well, there was one more on there. Are you looking at the list? Yep. Um, uh, for role playing, yeah. What are the other ones? Scarlet Nexus. More. That was that was uh, it. I was like, Fuck yeah. What the fuck is I mean, Scarlet Nexus? Scarlet Nexus was. I mean, it was it was fine, but best of the year. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I thought the. I oh, mean, this the, is a titty game. <laughs> it's on Game uh, Pass. Yo. The, um, uh, the big award, the game of the year. I thought it was really interesting. One that it takes two made it in there, and I hope it wins because I have not had as much fun playing a video game in a long time as I had playing it takes two, which is now in Game Pass as well. If you've not played it, um, and that like like Forza Horizon Five is like one of the best reviewed games of the year, and like everyone's talking about it. Not on here. Like that what, seems crazy. What's the cutoff? That's what I was wondering because I know the people cutoffs spe- around now. Yeah, yeah, people were speculating that, but it was then they had an example where like last year or the year before or whatever, there was a game that came out on like November 9th that was in for game of the year or something like that. And mm. uh, Forza Horizon came out a day before that. that came yeah, out on Shin Megami 8th, Ten- so. 
Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Five was nominated for Best RPG, and that came out four days before Forza. Yeah. If you count early access, they came out the exact same day. Yeah, well, and Forza's on there for Best Racing Game, but oh, it yeah, is. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, wow, that's that's different than C. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Forza's on. Forza there. should have one hundred percent been on there in that case. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> Best Art Direction: Psychonauts Two. What the fuck? You just well, hated Psychonauts, Psychonauts Two. Nominated for man. Game of the Year too. Yeah, second so name. I didn't game hate it, but it's not game of the You're year like, or oh, best no, art. Like all you had to say about it was the, the damn teeth warning, the dentist. Yeah, and then I said it was fun to play. I enjoyed it. It was <laughs> it was a kooky story, and there was surprisingly some some tough stuff. The only the only like massive like game complaint that I had was there was uh, two char- two characters. They were um, like a skeleton wife and husband that were like like gambling for a baby and they were yeah. vo- they were voiced by two content creators and you could tell that it was recorded in their home because of covid and there was like no post like there was no production <laughs> on there so you could hear yeah. like you could hear the character like well honey i think we pop properly like popping and like ec- and like they had different echo the on dog their- barking in the background yeah yeah and i was like well they could have spent some more time on that <laughs> but yeah Fuck the game awards. Yeah. Is, there, is there any game on here that's good? Well, I really I mean, want to play it. I've been wanting to play It Takes Two anyway, yeah. and now that it's on Game Pass and now that it got nominated, like yeah. for the first time, I've already played three of the nominated games anyway yeah, before they announced them. them. I've played all of them but Metroid Dread. Um, okay. Yeah, so and yeah, I, played, I, I feel like it's Resident. a. I feel like it's a great list. Like It Takes Two is unreal. Psychonauts Two is a lot of fun. Deathloop was a Deathloop was great. Deathloop I need to get back to. I'm sorry. Be- best community support is all games that did not come out this year. <laughs> but they have a community <laughs> well, already, don't they? Th- that's how good. That's how good the support is. Yeah. It carries over. Best yeah. com- community support: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Was it last know, year? Where, are... Like, I guess Forza is the big omission this year, wasn't it? Yeah. A year or two ago, where. People are really mad that Fire Emblem, uh, Fire mm. Emblem uh, Three Houses wasn't nominated for Best yeah. RPG, so they fucking brigaded the fans' choice <laughs> and it won Game of the Year for fan voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. I th- I'm surprised Returnal Returnal also had a ton of buzz and and is, I saw is, yeah Forza and Returnal were the two games I saw a lot of people pissed off about yeah. not being nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, I I don't know. I like you. You said fuck the Game Awards. I. <laughs> have a lot of fun watching the game awards i love like i don't know i just like the like presentation and the celebration of gaming as a whole and like like television and film and everything have all of their award shows and yes all award shows are garbage but like why shouldn't video games have their own um and there's so many announcements and trailers that come out in the game awards as well it's just like a I don't know. It's like a couple of hours spectacle that I always make sure that I have time to watch like it's just mm. it's just fun like it doesn't mean wasn't, anything wasn't the um uh the guy from oh uh, the guy who did a way out wasn't he on there and said like, <laughs> he some, said some... fuck the oscars yeah <laughs> yeah he the guy from it takes two now yeah yeah oh he's in that too is this is it takes two a direct sequel to a way out <laughs> is it are they like the survivor's kids or something i wonder yeah i don't think so i don't think so but... ah fuck it should be that'd be it... <laughs> they should well, remember because you could hear the echo from brothers in yeah, one of the right, areas yeah. like what what if all of their games are just in the yeah, same it's like shared universe yeah the the a way out universe <clears throat> but, yeah uh, i don't i don't know man fuck the game awards 
They didn't have a Geekscape Game Awards. And it's, it's, of a best best figurine. Yeah, best best <laughs> best figure, best TSA experience, worst TSA experience, and then um, best like game from a, two decades ago. As a white man, the TSA is always very easy, um, and like the. <laughs> The biggest thing is just like they're always like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Comic book convention." They're like, "Get out of here, you fucking nerd!" Like, like yeah. there's like no questions, like no okay. nothing. Well, I feel like that... you're 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 going through border security, which is different okay. than the TSA. So the, t- the TSA clearly, I don't understand the world, but um, tell <laughs> yeah. me what like what's the what who are the T who's the TSA then? Aren't those the they steal? Oh, your I stuff. guess that's not the border guys. Those are the guys that like check your luggage and stuff. Yeah, the TSA is the okay. Transportation Security Administration, yeah. which came out after 9-11. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I because know of that. the Patriot Act. So these a, are the security guys that check They're security guard. They, uh, they are an absolute waste of money. They have stopped nothing. There's actually been terrorists that have gotten through them. They fail all their security checks. They steal shit out of you. Uh, out of you. Out of you. And hey, right profile. out of you. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, have a, they, I have a very dark-skinned Indian friend who gets random searched every single time oh, he goes geez. to the airport. Yeah, yeah, and it's fuck the TSA, fuck ASRock, fuck the Game Awards, but do not fuck the fans. The fans are amazing. Thank you so much for listening, fans. You make this show fun and possible. Uh, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash geekscapedotnet.net, and um, we will uh, be having our Mario Kart Live tournament on the 28th. November 28th. The 28th. Uh, still working out the bugs, remote. N64 emulation, surprisingly a little finicky. Okay, who would have thought? Um, and then um, there, uh, we got LA Comic Con coming up at the end of the month, uh, and there there will be a. I'm calling it a Geekscape Games Live. I think it'll just be all of us in a room recording. Um, and then there'll be the Geekscape 15th anniversary panel that Sunday at um, LA Comic Con at noon. Uh, so. Come check us out, and uh, if you are listening now, and you come to the LA Convention Center, and you meet us, that will be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it. Find us also on Twitter at Geekscape Games, Geekscape Games Podcast, Geekscape Games. Just Geekscape uh, Games. Geekscape yeah. Games. Yeah. It's absolutely. Uh, Derek, where can people find you? Uh, at Dcranavelt on Twitter, and uh, CaptainK17 on gaming platforms. And Josh, I feel like you're Eno Joshua pretty much everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. See you guys back here (laughs) in a fortnight. In a fortnight. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 